Oh, there it is again. Yes. It's like cuddling up under a warm blanket with a hot mug of cocoa. It's really about to be like cuddling up under a warm blanket. I think you know what I'm talking about. And now, something completely different. This is Shug Jordan, coach of the Auburn Tigers. Say what? No, 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 no. It's pronounced Jordan. Yes, yes, yes. This is Shug Jaden, football coach of the Auburn Tigers. Out of all the things that I've done in radio production, yeah, yep. the creation of that one opening may be when I'm when I'm dead and buried, mm-hmm. and they go, Rich Perkins, noted for his creation Here of the lies intro. Here the producer of the intro for It's Pronounced Jordan. <laughs> exactly. It's Pronounced Jordan, Rich Perkins, Jeremy Henderson, Oh, man, I tell you, we have, um, every time that we get together to do one of these, Jeremy, I feel a sense of rebirth, a sense of new purpose, Heck yeah. um, a sense of urgency that maybe we need to make this a quick one so that I can hit the bathroom. <laughs> Is that what's going on over there? Is well, that why you're moving around? Well, I, I mean, I have to do it too. But. I frequently feel like this when we do these. I'll hold it if you hold <laughs> right. it. I'm good. Let's do it, man. Right. Wonder Twin Powers hey, activate, hold bro. Hold my hand. Uh, all right. Just squeeze. I feel better. All right. Uh, real quick, <laughs> I need I need to point where our last episode we talked about the uh, how we're going to rebrand uh, the quote unquote deep South oldest rivalry to the South. Oh, you mean rivalry. the South oldest rivalry the South between rivalry. Auburn, Auburn and Georgia, Georgia, as opposed to February of 1892. Yes, as yeah. opposed to uh, North Carolina and Virginia. But I need I need to say. Uh, a thank you to Brandon Fincher, who brought this to my attention. Oh, okay. I totally forgot to do it. Thanks, that. Brandon. Yes. Thank you, Brandon. Uh, okay. Uh, also, let's. Uh, we're we're going to go back. You know, our first uh, revival episode, we talked about the 1899 travesty, the um, just the injustice, as I called it, between the uh, Auburn-Georgia game yes. about the score being dropped to yes. uh, 0-0, even though Auburn basically won it and there was no rules uh, governing the horrible decision of referee Robotham. And umpire Taylor, who is now my public enemy number one in the uh, Auburn history yeah, uh, list, as well as he, as well he should be. Uh, we'll, we'll get to that later. But uh, speaking because Heisman, John Heisman, maybe you've heard of him. He was the coach at the time. In the isn't there a trophy game. named after him? Yes, the Heisman John whatever Memorial Trophy. Yeah, you you've heard of yeah, him, so you've heard of him. I've heard. So of him. he wrote a book, right? Okay, Old Johnny H. Heis, as we called him, right? Heisey boy. Uh, the professor, I, I, yeah, the the prof, sure. He uh, he wrote a a book called The Principles of Football. You know, he was a lawyer too, by the way. Went to law school and an actor, lawyer, actor, did everything. He was. A, I mean, uh, he did. I mean, he, he. You go through some old papers. It'll be like Heisman Hardware, Heisman what do, what Sporting. Do, what goods. do you call? What do you call that when a guy when somebody is Jack uh, of all trades? But no, not the master. No, Renaissance man. A Renaissance man. Yeah, that's the word. That's the man. the phrase I was looking for. He's yeah. quite the Renaissance man. So I want to start going through them. I mean, this is a thick book. This is a big. This old This is American th- football. Yeah, three hundred something page treatise on the uh, the way to train and what to do and how to win with American football and the benefits of it and everything. Okay. He was big on the benefits and made a man out of you, right? The kind of people that America needed. Yeah. The country. So uh, I'm going to go to chapter three, all right? <laughs> turn with me, if you turn will. Turn with me. Turn in your, in your, in your, football, in your football Bibles. To page 26. To t- chapter 3. <laughs> free at last. Free at last. Thank God Almighty, we are free at last. All right, so this is from Heisman's Principles of Football. Yes, Training for Football, Chapter 3. All right, so I'm just going to go and see what Johnny recommends. Sure. 
Ambitious footballers understand that a systematic course of training is vital to success on the gridiron. The teams of high grade are all handled by expert trainers who know their business. And boy, Heisman knew it. But the youngest or the younger school players are, as a rule, not so blessed. For their benefit, I will set down a few rules covering the more important matters of training, a strict observance of which will answer almost all purposes. All right, ready. All right. So here's, here's all right, what he recommends. Go. All right. Number one, a football player should not use tobacco in any form while the season is on. I'm surprised because I thought Pilates would be number one. <laughs> but I, but Hot it, yoga. <laughs> We'll make a running back. But that's okay. That's all right. No, that's so so no tobacco in season. Yes. It's probably wise. Cage free eggs (laughs) should be required. That is that is incorrect. I do not believe that. They were all cage free back then. That's true. We didn't have cages. No, no, number two, he should not partake of spiritus. Or alcoholic drinks of any kind. So no booze. All right, during, no, during the training. No cigarettes and no booze. And he was hardcore serious about this. Sure. Right? I mean, he was, I mean, during the sea, if you broke this, you were dead to him. Number three, he should not drink soda waters containing artificial syrups. I hesitate to read this one to you, Rich. Drinks made of pure fruit juices like lemonade, orangeade, etc. are harmless. Now, thank goodness, because he, uh, you know, a little place called Tumor's, uh, now he wrote this in the twenties, but okay. This so his, what uh, he's saying is, career. sodas aren't good for you for footballers <laughs> in the nineteen twenties. Sure, we now know that they are extremely beneficial. No, to they're training. not. They're horrible for you, Jeremy. I'm. Hang on, I gotta uh, swallow. No, number four. Yes, ice cream, if pure, a couple of times a week is all right. Okay, I'm okay so far. Other than the booze, I'm okay with it. <laughs> Ice cream. You can sure. have some ice cream. Uh, Replace great. the booze with the ice cream. Oh, no, that's not a good idea. Number five. Yeah. Eat sparingly of pastry and rich desserts. So cut down on the sugars. Is no what he's pie saying. or cake or candy. No syrup or molasses. Right. So he's saying cut down on the sugars because you want to get streamlined, man. Yeah. You want to because yeah. Heisman was all about speed. Now, this is like 100 you know, years ago. That This is this it's, is his it, mindset. Without all the scientific, without the, the surveys and the polls and the studies. change, the more they stay the same. But it's a uh, it's kind of a dearth of flavor come football season. Uh, occasionally, a plain dessert like bread, rice, or tapioca pudding will pass muster. If you got to have a little sweetness after your meatness, <laughs> Turn That's to the tapioca. good. Sweetness after your meatness. Yeah. I like that. Number six. We'll okay. get to the meat later because in Auburn, like they they hated it because it was just nothing but pure beef constantly. That's all they ate. It was just pure cow. They had nothing but cow, flavorless cow. That's all they could eat, <laughs> and water, <clears throat> and salt tablets. Number six. A player should do without coffee altogether during the season. Wow. No coffee. No that's Java. Su- that surprises me. I think I you know he why. had a thing against caffeine. You know, was back he then, Mormon? No, he was not Mormon. Interesting. Oh, I was, mm, nope. I'm going there. <laughs> Thank Tea you. is not so bad, he says though. So maybe it's so not, it's a not the caffeine. I don't thing. know. Maybe maybe because of its diuretic. Well, see the tea too. Mm. It's got some. You know, sometimes you drink a hey, cup of coffee, I, I things happen. Yes. The staple drinks, of course, are water. Yes. Sweet milk and buttermilk. Ugh. All right, he just lost me the on that. The staples. He lost me on that. Number seven, most any meats are good except fresh pork and veal. Kind of like a biblical thing going back there, right? You got to abstain. I wonder, if it's, I wonder if it was the fat in pork. Possibly. 
I don't know. Why what about would, the veal? Why would veal? This be is what bad? I love about him. I mean, he had these <laughs> beliefs and he stuck to them. It was just like this, like culinary superstitions, you know, that like, nope, 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 can't have the veal, beef, mutton, lamb, chicken, and fish are all splendid, especially broiled or roasted. No fried meat of any kind should be eaten by an athlete. Yeah, the fried, it's the oil ever, and the grease ever. So what he's really doing is looking at the whole body approach to this diet thing. Just get that pure broiled protein. Yeah. Broiled protein. Uh, Number eight, nearly all vegetables get the stamp of approval except cabbage, which should not be eaten in any form. I think cabbage cost us the championship last Saturday. Well, you know why? I think it was cabbage. You know why? You want a bunch of guys... No, that's true. After eating cabbage, sitting around mm-hmm. in locker room, brother, no, you do sir, not Bob. want that no, to happen. I think that's probably that what is it was. exactly what He's it like, is. I'm not, I'm no, not coaching no. that. They don't, they don't pay me for that. <laughs> no cabbage ever. For God's sake, God, the center squats down and just oh, all hell no, breaks loose. No. God, um, no. <laughs> Yo, Snap! No, nothing, oh God! Nothing like nothing like a podcast to go to potty humor. Why not? You know. Uh, let's see. Number nine: potatoes are best when baked. Yeah, all right. I'll go yeah, with sure. that. Okay. Mashed and stewed potatoes will do, but never fried potatoes. No, no. Do not dip them taters in oil. No, he doesn't like the fried stuff. No, he does not. He knew it in was fact, not good. Fried veggies of any kind of vegetables of any kind should be as carefully avoided as fried meats. Yeah. Rice, beans, peas, spinach, lettuce, parsnips, carrots may all be freely eaten. I'm telling Again, you. Again, not the cabbage. The guy knew his stuff. Number 10, all bread should either be stale or toasted. What? Stale or toasted? Stale. No hot bread of any kind. What the hell? Is to- what kind of toast is he eating? <laughs> You gotta like toast it and then let it sit for a couple hours. I what wonder is that? what stale his, bread. I wonder. Can I? Can, here's my. Okay, here's help my me thought. out. You're the. You're the. All right, I, because I love. I love me some good some bread. Yeah, hot bread. Come on now. Okay, well back then, you know, you didn't have the kind of preservatives that you have now. So bread was very often if you if you had bread, you would eat whatever you had. Because you wanted to eat it fresh. Okay. So this is a thing where, okay, so if you if it's stale, you're not going to want to eat as much, right? Um, that's true. You're not going to want to eat as much. Okay, so maybe... So I think that whole thing has to do with the... Portion control? His thing is, if you're eating, a, if you're eating fresh bread, you're probably going to eat more of it, and that's what's bad. Okay, I like that theory. It's okay. as good as any. It's as good as any. Right now. Okay, 11. Most kinds of fruits are all right. Yeah, so I'm surprised. Good. I thought he would have been a fruit hater at this point. Bananas that are the least bit green had better be left alone, though. Yeah, that's 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 wise. You can get some. You can get sick if you eat green bananas. Finnegan, a little bit of green on that nanner. <laughs> Go ahead and put that down, son. Talk, toss it out. A little green there. Well, Finnegan's colorblind. That's the issue. <laughs> he thought it was red on there. Uh, let's see. Dates and prunes are especially good. Sure. And could be and can be eaten to advantage in fairly large quantities. You know what that means? If you're trying to make weight. That's exactly you know what I'm that's, saying? That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. But, I mean, can you imagine if you want, a, str- like, if you want a streamline? Uh, but uh, imagine <laughs> that center though, loading up on prunes before the game, like passing them out like oranges. Well, no, at this half is time. training before you're actually playing the game. That's though. true, Rich. You're right. This is this is you're right. About and, making weight. And these are for boys. Yes. Kind of, you know, would be footballers. Yes. Uh, all kinds of nuts are bad. Now see there, I'm way off. All kind get, of nuts. All kinds of nuts? Every nut. 
No nuts. Nutless. What, what about, could you do, I guess then peanut butter would be out. One would think. I, 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 it sounds I, nuts. I was on I was on board with this until he cashewed off the reservation. I always thought you needed nuts to play football, but I, apparently, apparently not. not. <laughs> Twelve. I was. I mean, that's just the way I was raised. Son, you need nuts to play this game. Well, eggs. <laughs> At least two of them. <laughs> So, sorry. Well, no, sorry. I mean, there's I'm ways. Sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, All right. <clears throat> eggs poached. <laughs> Number 12. Eggs poached, soft boiled, or scrambled. Fill the bill nicely. Never fried. No fried eggs. Do not eat the fried mm, eggs. No. Man, we can cuss on this thing. Number 13. Most cereals are beneficial. Okay. Oatmeal, cream of wheat, sure. cracked wheat are all yes, fine. Shredded yes. wheat will do. Yeah, okay. The others will pass, but have not so much nutri- uh, nutritive value. Mush and milk is fine. Better be sweet milk or buttermilk, though. Yeah, that's right. Food for a football player should never be highly seasoned, and all condiments must be pretty generally sidestepped. So I refer particularly to pepper, vinegar, mustard, catsup, horseradish, and the like. Pepper? Pepper, no pepper, Rich. You th- I thought you needed a little pepper when you're, you know, a little pep in your step. But no pepper. Well, I guess if you don't need nuts, you don't need pepper. <laughs> <laughs> you know, little little vinegar, <laughs> little. Uh, but the horse, I, I, no seasoning. This that's, has got to be. It's very interesting. This is a sacrifice to play football. I think for John that this. I, I think this kind of goes back to the whole Kellogg. I, you know that there was that whole thing with Kellogg where he got into this whole weird. Uh, they had all these weird ideas about. Uh, diet and and you know they, all the, yeah all like that kind special of special K yeah all that kind of weird stuff and I I think people just didn't understand a lot of it and so he's just like hey I ate a, I ate a lot of muslix if, if it adds anything at all no good uh, good butter can be used in generous quantities yeah okay well, I am I'm, I'm I'm on board with that soups do no special harm I see the butter thing that's weird to me. Yeah, you can't but have I mean, I nuts, you, but load up on your... Just pile that butter on. Yeah. You know what? Frankly, if I got a steak and I can just melt some butter on it, I'm all right. Uh, soups, That's how I do my steak. Exactly. Soups do no special harm, but contrary to general belief, there's very little nutrition in that's, them. That's exactly right. Unless unless you're doing a heavy stew. Vitamin or, soup. or <laughs> which is, That's got some in sure, it. Sure. Centrum soup. Yeah. They make a soup. Uh, 17, there should be little or no eating between meals. Though if one is excessively that's hungry, that's why. That's late wise. at night, a piece of bread and butter or a few crackers would do no special harm. An apple would be better. Yeah, that's wise. You wake up, you got the munchies, reach for an apple. You're trying to go to bed and you can't because your tumbly's grumbly. <laughs> right, you just reach you just for an grab, apple. Grab an apple. Or I, I just like that he's like, I will allow Where is it. he on cheese? I will allow Have we it. gotten a cheese yet? I'm sure we will. Okay. Meals should be eaten at regular hours. Uh, okay, this is 18. Right. It is best to have a lunch at noon, right? Yeah. And dinner in the evening. What? All right. Thanks. After the, <laughs> I'll remember that. I after had... the hard afternoon practice. All okay. right. Yeah. 19. Breakfast might consist of fruit, cereal, eggs, a chop. A chop? He said to avoid pork. We fresh pork. What's a chop then? Is that like a pork chop? I don't know. And toast. A chop and toast. Even a little crisp bacon 
Wouldn't yes. hurt once or twice a week. Yes. Though not on the morning of the games. I but, love but this. But see, it's fr- but but bacon is fried, though. In his mind. I know. In his mind. All right, you can have bacon on Thursdays and Fridays, Sundays, not Saturdays. Uh, a well, bacon can slow you down now. I'll give you that. A steak is just as good as a chop for the breakfast. Steak for breakfast. Yeah, steak, steak and, and eggs. Toast. Steak and egg. Love it. Sure. 20. For lunch, one might rest content with roast beef, hot or cold, baked potatoes, toast and tea, or milk. That sounds pretty good, frankly. Yeah. Uh, 21. Dinner could nicely consist of steak or chicken or roast beef or fish with potatoes, rice, stewed tomatoes, Believe it, back in this time, stewed tomatoes were huge. Can I tell you, we went quickly from this is how you train for football to <laughs> Dude, this is my this menu. is this is a diet. This is I feel like I'm right. reading Atkins. Right? Yeah. You know, or this is like this yeah. is acceptable. Well, this is like Weight Watchers. This is acceptable, and this isn't. For my hand in marriage, you will have to prepare <laughs> stewed potatoes, toast tea, and a plain pudding. All right, how many plain more of pudding. these we got? You, you're hurting over there, aren't you? I am. You're like crumped over. <laughs> well, it's all this talk of food. It's all the pr- and when we got to the cabbage, <laughs> it's all, then it's just oh, the all cabbage and prunes. The cabbage and prunes. Oh. Be- yeah, I told you to lay off the cabbage. <laughs> the all right, here we are. We're almost through, Rich. All right. The last meal before a game should be simple indeed. Somebody yeah. should see to it that none of the players eat a big, hearty meal. Roast beef, mashed, or baked potatoes, toast and tea, or milk are quite enough. That's well, a pretty big meal. Well, sure, but you don't want to be ga- you don't want to no, I get stuffing it. yourself and then Ralph it all over the field. <laughs> Hike, unless, unless, unless you're Shook Jordan. Well, sure. I'll Ralph all over that field, frankly. <laughs> right. A footballer should retire not later than 10.30 p.m. unless it's absolutely necessary for him to stay up a little bit later for study. Got to get those grades sure, up. Absolutely. But in any event, he must get at least eight hours sleep every night, undisturbed by noises or interruptions of any Wise. kind. Wise. Wise. Night. Wiseman. Heisman the Wiseman. Yes. The night before a game, he should be in bed by 10.30 and should stay there until 7.30 the next morning. No bathroom breaks allowed of any kind. <laughs> what the? If soiling oneself is required <laughs> to win the game. I had no idea that I was preparing for a John Heisman football game as we speak. Better to soil your sheets than fumble this football. <laughs> I don't think it actually it said does, that. It, but I get the message is there. <laughs> sure. In the early, I mean, good Lord, he should stay there. Wise <laughs> football players will bring an extra set of shorts to the game. <laughs> <laughs> Depends are acceptable. I will allow it. <laughs> a an empty bottle by the bedside oh, is always gosh. a good idea. In the early days of the fall campaign, the players perspire very freely and can hardly get enough water to drink. For the first week or so, they may be permitted to have almost as much as they want. But after that, their allowance should be cut down while playing, for it is impossible to do brilliant athletic work with a stomach full of water. This is one of the fascinating things to me in the pre-Gatorade era, yeah. when the whole just concept, don't drink water, take salt tablets, you know, yeah. Yeah, this idea of hydration was, it was so crazy. Back, it was so backwards. It was. I just wonder where it came from. So in this guy's mind, you start guzzling water, you get all sloshy and crampy. So maybe that's the reason. I don't I know. Don't but know. but God help these poor guys out there. You know, it's... anyway. Accordingly, orders should be given that the water bucket is not to be brought on the field until called for by the coach, who then sees to it that no man gets more than half of a small dipper full at a time. As soon as practice is over, a player can drink as much as he wishes. Water rationing. 
On Sundays, all football men should take a long walk. You're hurting. I'm sorry. We're almost through. (laughs) Two paragraphs. On Sundays, all football men should take a long walk of four or five miles to work the stiffness out of their muscles. That's smart. From the previous day's game. That's good. I like that. Contrary to some training rules, I do not consider it okay for a man to release his bowels whenever he wants. Rich, he's talking to you. I made that part up. (laughs) Contrary to some training rules, I do not... Considered a good plan for players to be sent on a long two to four mile run every morning before breakfast. It is altogether too exhausting and drains too much of their vitality. They can get all the work they need in the regular two hour afternoon practice. I'm sure there's plenty yeah. of uh, champions of uh, that yeah. would appreciate that rule. I agree. That's uh, that's what we have. That's how to be a football player, according to the uh, legendary, the the great Heisman. The Weinstein. I have to say, and that book was written how many, what, this 100 is, uh, years ago? like 22 it came out, I think. All right, so almost 100 years ago. Right. Uh, other than the nuts, <laughs> I'm kind of down with it. Me too. I'm kind of down. I'm going to try to start incorporating I'm, this into my uh, journey to health. Nuts and pepper, those are, the, those are probably my only two big uh, disagreements. That and the booze. That and the booze. I was told you needed nuts to play football. I agree. That's just what I was told. It's pronounced Jordan. Don't forget, you can catch Jeremy on his website, thewordofareader.com. I've got a blog, aridingajeep.com. Catch us online, wingsfm.com, or in the Albert of Lyca area, Monday through Friday, 6 to 9 a.m. on Wings 94.3. It's pronounced Jordan. Until next time. War Eagle, everybody. War Eagle.